Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. This centuries-old children's bedtime prayer poem acknowledges for even the youngest members of our community that our lives are finite, limited by the bodies we inhabit. But our spirits, our souls, belong to God. There are days when this prayer is more acutely painful, and there are days when this prayer provides the grace that we all need to face the changes and chances of this life. I learned this prayer along with the Lord's Prayer, Our Father who art in heaven, from my parents kneeling by my bedside each night. And I sing these words to my own daughter each night. Now I lay me down to sleep. Pray the Lord my soul to keep. But no time was more poignant than the afternoon that I sat at the bedside of one of God's beloved children, well into her 90s, waiting in vigil for their body to release their soul. The person who was ready, so close, so patiently waiting to close their eyes and go to sleep and awaken in the embrace of the fuller knowledge of God's love. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Not everyone receives such a peaceful and desirable end, but thank God there is peace awaiting us all on the other side, no matter what the turmoils we've experienced in this world. On this day, All Souls Day, we remember all the faithful departed, those who have departed from us on this plane of being to whom we knew and loved, those whom we shared tea and classrooms and mission trips and homes and mountain trails and table setting and beach walks and pews with. Today stands in somber contrast to the fanfare of the capital S saints of our November 1st All Saints Day celebrations. Those figures remembered by the church throughout history, those mystics and theologians, those larger-than-life persons that children and churches are named for, those who are remembered for their acts of courage and martyrdom as they put the preservation of the Christian faith before their own safety and well-being. Those whose ministry and leadership is reflected in all the worldliness that they gave up in order to follow Jesus and all that they left behind in the wake of their faithful pilgrimage on this earth. But on this day, we reflect on the lowercase s, saints in the making, that have accompanied us directly in our own faith journeys. Grandparents and godparents, aunts and cousins, co-workers and children, 
siblings and spouses, people known to us in passing and people who served us in ways that we could not have expected or asked for, people whose lives allowed us to catch a glimpse of God's great love for us and God's great love for our neighbors, people who invited us to be better, to learn, to grow, to give of ourselves more than we might wish to do on our own, but following in the example they set for us. We honor the gift of their friendship and presence in our lives by remembering and doing the things they did as disciples of Jesus. On this day, we gather together to grieve. We name those whose bodies left our company over the last year. And we remember all the beloved companions whose names we say regularly, whom we have had to say goodbye to in the past. Tappy and KJ, Mary and Leslie, Jerry and Deb are a few of my own regular petitions. And we are given the chance to care for one another as we grieve alongside one another. On this day, we also give thanks. We give thanks that despite our own relationship with grief and loss, despite our selfish desire for one more day, one more hour, one more moment to cherish with the beloveds we miss, we give thanks that our faith assures us that for our dearly departed, life has merely changed, not ended. We give thanks that there are days when the grief we carry as a burden is not one we bear alone. And in fact, on some days, we can even allow the invitation extended to us by Jesus' own words to take his yoke upon us. For his yoke is easy and his burden is light so that we might find rest for our souls as Christ bears the burden of the yoke of grief that each of us carries. Christ shielding us on our path toward healing. Christ revealing to us the hope of the resurrection that promises that death does not have the last word. And so we gather, we grieve, we pray, and we make our alleluias, even at the grave. For we know that the eternal love of God is the answer to our prayers for peace for our loved ones who have entered into the greater presence of God and our faith in the promise to us of that eternal love, even as we strive to walk in peace and love in this broken world. If I should live another day, I pray the Lord to guide my way. Amen. The Chapel of the Cross is an Episcopal church in the heart of Chapel Hill and the university community. Find out more at thechapelofthecross.org. There you can find our latest news and events, connect with our pastoral care team, Faith in Action Ministries, and offer a prayer request. 
You can also find us on social media, on Instagram at The Chapel of the Cross, and on Facebook and Twitter at C-O-T-C, Chapel Hill. May you be nourished by the Word to serve in the world.